Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Gamers That Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology, and anything else we can think of. I am Nick. It's been a while. I'm very aware of this. Lots to t- catch up on. But joining me this week, my kind of partner in crime nowadays, host of the Hero Talk podcast, it's Judge Greg. Hey there, Nick, and hey there, Gamers Without Borders listening audience. Nice to be Ooh, here. Yeah, that was that, that was very fancy. I well, thank you. That. Yeah, you like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. I actually can't remember when we last did a proper proper episode. <laughs> I I Which, I don't recall, but it's it's been it's been a few months, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We've just yeah, I've just been very busy, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of I'm going into exams in the next couple of weeks. So I wanted to get one episode out because a lot of stuff has happened. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, a ton went, of news, yeah. Yeah, a and ton then, of news. Yeah, and yeah. Th- again, with me and Greg, the majority of this episode is probably just going to be what we've been up to. But yeah, we've got some really exciting news. Um, we've got actually a, a kind of really exciting uh, opportunity and sort of of a sort that I'm going to discuss later that you may or may not have seen if you've been following uh, the podcast on Twitter. And so that's really exciting. So yeah, it should, should be a good fun episode. But yeah, like and if said, you don't follow the podcast on Twitter, shame on you. Yeah, although to be fair, I don't use the account as often as I probably should. But, so, but that makes it even worse. It's not going to bog down your timeline with all kinds of crazy posts. Yes, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll just get the occasional thing of we've got a new episode or here's a funny gif. Yeah. So, so literally, um, you have nothing to, nothing to lose and everything to gain just by following. Exactly, and it makes Twitter. us feel better because it makes numbers go up and it makes us seem like we're more popular than we are. Yes. <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> and, yeah, and speaking of the podcast, generally, we did have our our birthday. In the beginning of April, I had a. Uh, you probably would have all seen the couple of pre-released things I put up. I put up a big message, big long message on the site, basically saying thanks to everyone and it's been good fun. And I also put up the audio atrocity that is uh, the kind of previously unreleased thing that me and Brad recorded yeah. when we'd literally known each other for about six hours. And thankfully, people understood. And I did put a note in the uh, in the kind of comments that it was. I know it sounds terrible. That I can I could not physically fix it. Basically, <laughs> when I when I first got to changing it, there was so much static that you couldn't hear us. And if I took the static out, you ended up with the slightly robot voices that you get. And I was like, we might sound a bit robotic, but you can actually hear us. So kind of like I said, lesser of two evils. But <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a rough episode. I'll tell you that. And I'm being honest. Oh, I could not get through it. <laughs> like it was bad enough that it sounded bad, but we just had no structure. No idea what, where we wanted to go with things, and just oh, oh yeah. And, and now listen, I know what that's like because I cannot listen to old hero talks. There's, yeah, I think any anything before the Batman episode, I don't ever go back and listen to again. I, I just <laughs> can't. It's just, yeah. it's awful. So it's quite funny because I'm kind of um, I'll get into this by in a minute, but I have been listening to hero talk finally, and yeah, I've been scrolling back through your feed, mm-hmm. uh, just finding episodes that I've that I've got like an interest in, and yeah, I can just hear the quality getting. like changing yeah oh it's 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 so palpable and then there was a there was a period of time where i used i don't know if i really want to throw shade on a a recording program but uh some people use the program pamela to record off skype yeah uh pamela was awful and every episode i recorded pamela sounds just like garbage yeah so I I had to switch to a different program, but there's a series of programs out there where I did some what I thought were decent episodes, but they just sound like garbage because the recording just yeah didn't really do great. But no, I actually have finally got round to listening to Hero Talk because it's one of those things. It's been on my list for ages, yeah. 
and I just kind of never, never find the time. But basically what's happening is because I'm doing work for exams and stuff, anytime I'm taking a break, whether I'm like making breakfast or something, because it's the only free time I've got, I start listening to podcasts. Yeah. And I was like, here's, I need new podcasts. So I went straight into Hero Talk and yeah, it's great fun. I've been oh, going in with a lot, going in with a lot of your Marvel stuff. I I listened just this morning, as in the morning of recording. I've listened to about four episodes back to back. Holy cow! Yeah. I listened to your really long Winter Soldier episode. Yeah, that one went super long. That was not yeah. planned that way. We just we just kept talking about it because yeah. I, and, be, and, well, I mean, you heard the episode, and for those of you yeah. who haven't, go check it out. I love that movie so much. Yeah, and to be fair, if I'd been there, I probably would have made it even longer, because I would have tied it back into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I know you haven't seen. Right, yeah. But I, uh, yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, my biggest pet peeve, and I put this note in, in the show notes, literally just as we came to record, I've been listening to the Iron Man 3 one, mm-hmm. and throughout the, throughout the episode, you refer to the Mark 47 armor, when it's actually the Mark 42 Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. One of your one of your one of your fellow teammates does get it right, but no one actually corrects you at any point, and it's just been <laughs> bugging me the entire time. Yeah, all oh, that episode. Um, yeah that that was that was my least favorite episode. I think I can say that. I I didn't. I don't like Iron Man three. Yeah, no, and, that definitely and, comes across. Yeah, I made sure that 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 got in there, and so we actually yeah. we recorded the full Iron Man three episode. And I, I thought we were finally put to bed, and I go to pick up the audio, and none of it was usable audio at all. Oh. I don't know what happened. There was something issue with the recording, and none of it. I had no usable audio, and yeah. I'm I'm just thinking, oh, shoot, what do I do? So I, I called the same guys up again. I said, hey, and at this point, bear, bear in mind, I pre-record, so it's been about a month later. I got to call them and be like, hey, you guys want to do Iron Man 3 again? They're like, fine. And then I said, but... uh. Listen, I'm not going to watch this again. I I cannot yeah. stand this movie. I am not. So it's going to be kind of rough because I'm going to be. It's not going to be fresh in my head. But so that's why because at that point I, I had watched it so far in the past yeah. and tried my hardest to forget about it that mm. you know I didn't. I I I legitimately thought it was the Mark Forty Seven armor. Yeah. I you know it's yeah. It's funny. I I I don't I don't have massive strong feelings against that film but I haven't seen it in a while and then just by chance I've seen that it's now on Netflix so I think in the next couple of days I might just watch it again because I, yeah. I always I, I find the Marvel films on the whole enjoyable like even Thor 2 which I think is objectively the worst one yeah, still Th- not on. Thor 2's pretty bad but I think yeah. Thor Ragnarok might give you a run for your money there you what you think you think that looks bad I think it looks really good we'll get to that later yeah we'll get to that um, on to actual games because it do- I know it does tend to go a bit film focused when it's me and Greg but that just comes to the territory uh, I've been sort of in the off off period that we've had I've been playing a few things if you've been following me on Twitter you'll have seen me raving about them so uh, yeah I played and finished Horizon Zero Dawn uh, I don't universally love it as a lot of people did a lot of people really really love it I know um, our good friends Doug uh, almost better than silence really really enjoyed it I just had a really rocky start with it it really took me about 15-20 hours to really kind of find my rhythm with it and that's what bugged me yeah I mean uh, I, I, yeah. I I hear good and bad it was it was very concerning yeah. the reviews because it, the good reviews were raving and so that's good for it but then the bad re- I mean I never saw a review you, you're very unique in saying yeah, it was good, but it wasn't great. I either heard it was, you know, the great, the pinnacle, put it on a pedestal and let yeah. it be the example to others. And then I heard this is the most drivelous, frilled, 
puffy garbage I've ever yeah. seen, and it just needs to be buried next to E.T. in a landfill in New Mexico somewhere. Yeah, it was it, it was weirdly divisive. And to go on, on a slight tangent, it's interesting how we've been seeing a very similar thing with uh, Ukulele, which has finally get, got its release. Mm-hmm. Where someone put it really well is that it's getting really positive reviews from the people that played like Banjo Kazooie and Donkey Kong right. 64 and understand how those games work. Whereas slightly younger reviewers are being like, what? There's no story. You just go around collecting things. What's the point? It's terrible. When it's like, no, that is the point. Like, it's it's just designed as a bit more of a calm collect-a-thon. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's it's weird how polarizing uh, the games are kind of becoming. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sure we'll touch on it, but yeah, Mass Effect's had a bit of a rough ride as well. It, it sure has, yeah. Yeah. I have also uh, been jumping back into my 3DS. Uh, I got Mario 3D Land. It's mm-hmm. good, I actually... I don't do platformers that much, because I tend to I tend to be kind of a bit rubbish with spatial awareness and depth perception. So when it comes to things that need, like, pixel-perfect jumps, it's not normally my thing, but I picked it up because I know that kind of... if it's, I know it's kind of it's not the best way to look about getting games, but if you looked at lists of like, oh, the top twenty five games for the 3DS, Mario 3D Land was consistently on there, and yeah, it's good fun. It's it's Mario. It's got a, it, it, it in a couple of cases it uses the 3DS's 3D in a in a, in a interesting ways. Oh. So yeah, I definitely recommend it if if you want a nice kind of not too not too difficult platformer. Does it use the like? Do you have to use the 3D? No, it's it's just there's certain. There'll be bits for like, for example, there's certain there'll be like bonus puzzles whereby it's it uses a, a weird form of perception. So it like if you're looking at it normally, it doesn't look right. And then as you put it in 3D, you'll realize oh, there's not actually a platform there. It's actually bent round the side, which you wouldn't normally see unless you turned it on 3D. But in actual normal gameplay, no, you don't need it. Okay. It's just a, it's, it's just a couple kind of like little kind of little quirky bits like occasionally it will do the sort of thing whereby you have a puzzle where you're standing really high up and there's platforms below that are moving and if you turn the 3d on you get a better idea of the depth so you know that like where you need to fall and stuff that that kind of thing it's, okay. it's not it's not the kind of thing of if you play it with the 3d off you can't play it because they nintendo can't really afford to make a game like that on the 3ds gotcha okay all right but um, yeah, the other game, and I've been ranting and raving about this so much on Twitter, but I'm glad that I can actually speak about it in a bit more depth, is SteamWorld Heist. It is a eShop game on 3DS. I bought it, I think, for about £13, so about $15, and it has now gone down in price a bit. I definitely think it's worth that. It is... Uh, I've I've done one playthrough at the minute. I kind of bounced off it a bit, but yeah, that first playthrough, just in and of itself, was was 15 hours and then there's lots of other the difficulty ramps up so i think there's at least like three or four other playthroughs in there so i think there's at least 30 maybe even 40 hours of, of content there well, that's it's not, definitely worth that's not bad that's a pretty no, good investment of time right there i mean exactly yeah it's f- f- yeah f- for the cost and what you get out of it I, yeah. I i do think it's worth it and to explain what it is it's it's a series of it's a genre i don't have that much experience with it it's a re- it's a real-time strategy uh, game it's it's 2d it's got like a steampunky vibe you, you play as you play as robots so it's the whole thing of of working through these ships and defeating enemies and picking up treasure but it's like the whole thing of you can only walk a set number of spaces and then and then you can shoot or like you can choose to walk further but then you can't fire your gun you have, if there's about 10 
different characters that you can play have that all have different special abilities that do different things and that you play differently. So you might have characters that, for example, if they do melee attacks, they regain health. So you've got to try to start to think, okay, if I if I make this guy a much more close quarters, I've got to factor in that I need to use my other guys to cover him. And obviously all the enemies as well are moving around every turn, so you've got to make sure you position yourself properly. It starts to think, bring in things later on like explosives and turrets and all kind of environmental stuff. And yeah, it's it's I I, I initially played it on like the easiest difficulty. And, and even then, like there are a good couple of fights that really took a lot of planning and there is there is a a large amount of strategy there and I, I kind of knocked it up to the next difficulty level not expecting a huge like kind of increase and yeah I'm, I'm like got stuck within the first few levels it, it's a really deep and layered game and I was surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did so if, yeah if, if you're looking for something and it's the nice thing is it's also very self-contained like each mission has the kind of quite mobile game-esque three stars uh, uh, kind of system so it's quite self-contained that you can decide oh I can do a mission and it might take you 10 minutes so yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Uh, and then last, last couple of things. These aren't games related, but I'll talk about them. I watched uh, the Assassin's Creed movie. Ooh, did you like? I, I haven't seen it. Is it any good? Well, this is the thing. This kind of leads into it. Um, as a tangential point, I've started a new blog, which is now not just limited to games or Formula One. As my past work, I can write about anything on this one. It's quite ironic that the first thing I write is a film review about a film that's based on a game. But that's not the <laughs> point. But um, just, yeah, you so, stick to your wheelhouse for a little while, and then you branch. Yeah, out. that's I've how I've it got, works. I've, exactly. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a few I've got a few things planned. Like fun uh, fun fact, listeners uh, that aren't in the UK. The UK has been sprung with a general election next month, or sorry, the month after, so I might write something on that. But that's not the point. Assassin's Creed. So, like, as I kind of said in my review, I was like, I think a lot of people thought this was going to be the film that would break the pattern with video game films. They had a big star in Michael Fassbender. They had a very popular franchise in Assassin's Creed. And I think I think they came close. Like, I don't think it's as bad as a lot of... A lot of uh, other reviews said it was like I think this might be doing it down, but it's just a nice, simple action film that you could watch on a Sunday afternoon, and I it, I really think it struck the right balance of putting in references that fans of the ser- of the game series will understand, but not to such an extent where someone that's never picked up a game will go, I have no idea what's going on, like they do, they are very separate things. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I can't I kind of mentioned in my review that I'm kind of annoyed that it's very I think it, I think it didn't perform very well, so the likelihood of a sequel is very low, and it's really annoying because they did some they would kind of this might be me kind of overthinking it, but I think they did some really interesting things with kind of where a lot of the characters and development went. So in terms of the game, it's very much like assassins are the good guys, the Templars are evil. You will mm-hmm. fight the Templars, right? Whereas in the film. The Templars are a bit more kind of like a bit greyer in the sense of they have this goal where they want to, it's not really a spoiler, this is just general plot, where they want to kind of end violence and bring about world peace. But they want to do this. It's never fully explained through possibly like brainwashing or something using an apple of Eden. So mm. it's kind of like you could say, well, they're not inherently bad people. They're just doing it in a not brilliant, not the best kind of way. And I think it was quite interesting that. Yeah, they kind of didn't just go, no, it's really black and white, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. So it's, I think it's a bit of a shame that they can't explore that. Yeah, but, I, I mean, yeah. Th- those are certain things that, that they 
they work a little better in a video game when you have the bad guys and the good guys. Yeah. I think for a film, if, if you were to give it to a general film audience who's not going to... Because the video game player is already engaged with the agency of, of the, the player character. Exactly. So you don't necessarily need to nuance the story as much. Uh, and yeah. you still can, and a lot of games do, and they and then it doesn't they don't take away from it. But I'm saying, if you're Assassin's Creed, you don't have to make the Templars sympathetic because no. they are they are literally trying to physically stab you every chance they get. So yeah, exactly. You, you know, you, I, you get it. They're the bad guys because they're trying yeah. to stab me. But when you lose that agency, I think you sort of you need to make the the motivations a little bit more compelling for a listening audience because we're not as emotionally invested because the Templars on the screen aren't literally trying to stab me. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you've summed it, up, summed it up very well. And, um, yeah, and the big thing is, I don't want to talk about it too much because then it defeats the point of reading my review, but I know a lot of people got really annoyed because of how they depicted the Animus. They depicted it in the film as a big kind of, like, arm picks you up and moves you around as opposed to in the game it's kind of just like a bed yeah. but I actually pers- I actually personally prefer it because if you look at it from a quote unquote scientific perspective if you're kind of interacting and walking around a simulation surely, surely you would have to move around in the real world and it would be, then be translated into the virtual world like that's how I see it I, I like the movie Animus better now I've, I've only seen yeah. what was in the previews so I, I don't know yeah. you know I don't know everything they did with it but it it makes more sense to me the way it does you, and I'm thinking, yeah. especially for uh, the Assassin's Creed Two game, where the whole point of of sticking uh, Desmond in the Animus was so that he could learn to be uh, a real life assassin. If you're mm. just laying in a bed and reliving memories, you're not building any muscle memory. No, you know yeah. it's it's like we, we can't unlock it in the brain, but then not do it with the body. That that's that's a very key part of the process. Mm. So this so, yeah, makes I'd... more sense. Yeah, I I really prefer it, but then loads of gamers were just like, oh no, it's not the same. Well, sometimes fans can be a really fickle bunch, and if it's not be, exactly yeah. what they want, then... To be know. fair, I, I did write an entire paragraph about the most pernickety mistake in a piece of dialogue, which I'm not going to spoil just to make you read it. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean you personally, Greg, I mean you, the collective audience, but yeah, yeah. I get it. It's, just, it's such a stupid thing that I end up going off on a whole rant about it. And then, lastly, again, this is nothing to do with games, but I kind of like to think that you as our audience do like to know what we've been up to. Um, and one of the reasons why we've not had an episode in a while is I went to Poland. You went to and Poland? It, I did. I went to Krakow in Poland. It was great. For the small subsection of my audience that also follows me on Facebook, you'll have seen the photos and tell that I had both an educational and crazy time. <laughs> but, All um, the best yeah. trips are. Yes, Definitely. <laughs> no, it, it, I won't go into huge details here, but it was a huge amount of fun. It was the first time I'd really flown properly in like 10 years. So it's kind of lots of unknown quantities of was it going to be a pain to do it. So yeah, that was nice. And it proves that it's not as much as a pain as I expected. So yeah, it would definitely do it again. I think I might, I've got trips kind of half planned for future as well. So I'm going to be jaying off all over the place. Oh, wow. So kudos Maybe to Poland. Even, yeah, kudos to Poland. You, you, yeah, you broke, broke, uh, Broke the cycle. I'm now going to be flying around. Maybe even one day I'll fly to the states and I'll tour around and meet all these people that I podcast with, but never actually meet properly. I mean, if you want, the states aren't that great. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, certain areas are, but not the areas that anyone else ever knows about. 
That's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just do like a tour. Just go. You, you got to you got to ask people like, hey, where should I go? Because somebody's like, you yeah. should go to New York City, and I'm going to tell you, don't go to New York City. Don't yeah. don't don't ever go so, to New York yeah, City. Yeah, it just looks so busy. I hate it's, really busy places. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of people, and it's loud. Yeah, I'm very sorry to our New York City listening audience. Yeah, I, we you've you've just undermined a huge part of our audience there, Greg. Our, I figured if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. You know, I gotta I gotta yeah, get them all. A, well, I literally have, I've literally spoken for 20 minutes, so I'm going to hand over to you for a bit. All right, so I don't I haven't been doing nearly as much because you know I have these small humans living with me. Uh, yeah. However, I did actually get to play. So ironically enough. I believe it was even on your show. I once said, "You know what? I don't really want to play Mass Effect Andromeda. I I just can't get into Mass Effect. It's I want to like it, but I didn't yeah. like the second game and I didn't like the third game. And even though I really loved the first, I'm not not sure I could get into it. And and so I said all that. And of course, I'm I'm, I'm a giant hypocrite, as we all know. <laughs> so I bought it at launch. Oh wow! Which is something else. I, I you know the the weird thing. Because, I mean, this game came out, and of course everyone was talking about, like, the dreaded animations. Yeah. And uh, I'll give them that. They were quite jarring. Uh, Even if I had never heard a word about it, I probably would have noticed almost right away that, like, everyone just stands stone-faced staring at you the whole time they talk to you. Oh, yeah, that's not not great. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. Like, I haven't... I saw maybe one instance of the duck walk... Ah, yes. and it was I was doing something funky like I was sprinting and then I was trying to do like a make a really sharp turn and and Ryder just kind of got down and he crouched and he did his little little duck walk for a couple of steps and then he started going in the new direction yeah. so I don't know if that had anything to do with it but that's the only time I saw it and, and it happened a couple of seconds and I even tried to make it happen when I first yeah. uh, started playing so so it's it's mm. not easy to see but like the the faces were definitely. Um, very reminiscent of last gen. Yeah, I do know they have apparently released a patch. They it's have, and it it is it is an improvement. It, apparently, yeah, yeah, it, it is an improvement. I mean, it's it. I, I'm not going to sit here and sing the praises of the patch. Like, well, the patch made it. You know, make sure you get your PS Pro for this one. However, yeah, um, it, it did make it better. Like, people don't quite stand so statuesque when they just stare you in the face and talk to you, but. At the same time, I want to point out that there are games like Fallout and uh, Skyrim where the characters also just sit, sit there stone-faced and talk to you with their, yeah. with their tired faces. And we don't give those games any any amount of crap for it. So Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why there was such a big backlash about this one in particular. People like to hate on Mass Effect, I think. Yeah, I, th- I, th- yeah, I think it's kind of... Because it hit... Well, because it rose to kind of relatively high and then there was all the controversy with the ending of 3... Yeah. I think, yeah, it's now just become a bit of a target. But yeah, slight minor tangent, and I'm sorry I forgot to mention this in my list, and I'll be very brief, but you reminded me by saying patches. Just this morning, I, for the first time in months, played No Man's Sky. It's had its second big patch, and even just on the surface, they seem to have made a real difference. It looks a hell of a lot nicer. Ooh. They've touched everything up. There seems to be a lot more to do. You can finally, and this was something I wanted from day one, rename your ship. So I'm quite excited. Ooh. It's kind of pulled. It's kind of pulling me back in because I I saw, I saw that the patch had come out and kind of ignored it, and then kind of very tentatively you had a lot of people going. I've tried No Man's Sky again and it's better. 
So, um, yeah, I will yeah. talk more about that next time, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to mention it before I forgot. Yeah, anyway, so anyway, as long as you're up, we're on No Man's Sky, I actually, so I own that game, and I installed it, and I haven't played it yet, because I figure, given yeah. given their track record, the longer I wait to play it, the better the game will be when I finally do play yes. it. Yes, That That game's going to be Citizen Kane by the time I finally get to it, but... It's, well, uh, like, I don't know because I, I, I okay. I so yeah, that's that, like, I was being extreme for the sake of the podcast. Yeah, it's not gonna it's I, not gonna I, become I, a masterpiece. However, um, yeah. a couple more patches in, and it's I'm basically waiting for them to sweeten the pot. Yeah, you, you uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I think what a lot of people have to realize is that like the very core kind of cycle of what you do in that game is not going to change, but right. they probably they will add new modes and new features and just don't expect like it's still going to be hopping from planet to planet to get resources that's never going to change mm-hmm. but, yeah uh, yeah sorry no sorry you caught me off guard because um when you said extreme because i said i've been listening to a lot of hero talk and the first one i listened to was your stranger things episode and you go on mm-hmm. a whole thing about how in the 80s everything was extreme and it just, <laughs> it just uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, i'm gonna stop picking up greg's work because he can do that enough himself that's right, and you should all listen to the Stranger Things Hero Talk because yes, that was a that was an awkward one because anyway, you'll have to listen to find out why. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a tease. So yeah, I've actually enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I I it's kind of nice to like Mass Effect again because well, I mean, there's a lot of talk about the ending, the three, and I don't really ever want to talk about the ending, the three, any more than I already have, but. It's, uh, I didn't like Mass Effect 2, so if you think, for me, it's been a good 10 years since I was really able to like and, and, yeah. and love on a Mass Effect game, and I, I like Andromeda. I like what they've done. Um, they're, the haters are still out there, but I, you know, I don't, I don't have much of an issue with it. I haven't gotten too deep and in, in, into it because this is just a, this is a rough time of year for me to play games because, um, it's the start of baseball season. And so mm-hmm. that's that. I mean, they play baseball just about every night. So I'm watching that, and basketball and hockey are in the playoffs right now. So mm-hmm. I'm that's yeah, basically yeah. I, even even on a given night, I'm usually trying to watch three games at the same time. Yeah, the small amount of free time you have that might be used for playing games is now taken up with sports. So yeah, with sports. Yeah, and it'll. I mean, it'll cool once the playoffs are done. And then I'm only watching baseball. Then it gets a little easier because, you know, then you have time afterwards. But then I, you know, it's, it's, it's so much, it's a big, big time investment right now for what I would be doing. And in addition to that, I have been desperately trying to catch up on my, my TV shows. Uh, mm-hmm. so I watched the DC TV shows, the, uh, your arrow, Supergirl, Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. And and I can't even blame the kids for this one because I was behind before the second kid showed up. I was, <laughs> I I think I had maybe watched up until the Thanksgiving episode, and then I didn't okay. watch until December. And I and I watched then I watched the big quote unquote Fortnite crossover. So the, yeah, with all that series, yeah. Yeah, although again, yeah. it's it's I don't know if the Supergirl episode really counts because it was just a Supergirl episode till Flash showed up in the last two minutes. Yeah. Uh. So that was, yeah. that was that was kind of cheesy. That was that was mm. they, they as, yeah. yeah they they as a, as oversold. A, sorry, yeah. As a it's a big undertaking, but if you ever get the time, I would recommend catching back up with Agents of Shield. How many seasons are they in that right now? Okay, well we're in season four. At the Holy moment. cow! Four. I made it five yeah. episodes into season one. Yeah, but do you want some kind of good news? The kind of rumor is that they reckon next season will be like a half season and then they'll be them done. 
Oh, okay, good. So they're kind of getting like soft cancelled. Okay. Like, they're not just going to flat out cancel them. They'll give them time to tidy things up. Okay, that's good. Which is kind of a shame because I would have thought like um, they might have wanted to wait so they could tie it all into Infinity War, but I don't know what Marvel's doing. Yeah, I, I think there's, they had a lot sometimes. Yeah, there's still that tiny glimmer of hope that I know it will never happen that the entire Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast will be in Infinity War. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I still, this is, I'm so ashamed. I haven't even watched Luke Cage yet. Oh, God. And I love Luke Cage as a character. And then, of course, yeah. that means I haven't even given thought to to uh, Iron Fist. And You're not missing a huge amount with Iron Fist? Yeah, that's what, what I say? hear. That's what I hear. But I, I have to at least watch it. And then yeah, I think that, pu- that, that Punisher the comes out, right? Soon? Yeah, uh, Defenders is coming out first, then Punisher is coming out okay. later. All right. So yeah, I, 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 I got to catch up for Defenders. Yeah, I think uh, Punisher is like end of this year. Okay. Whereas okay. whereas I think uh Defenders is June, June something. I think they came up with the release date recently. Okay. All right. So, so I I got I got to get on that, but I've been I've just yeah. been trying to catch up with these. I'm only about 3 or 4 episodes behind on each show now, which is mm. pretty impressive when you think about it. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I when I started, I was definitely 8 or 9 episodes behind on each show. So I've just been trying to in the order of of their airing Mm. Trying to catch up, which which is also a confusing mess. I don't know how the Netflix crowd is going to do with this with these shows when they hit because, yeah, you know they they cross over so much that stuff happens in one show that dramatically affects the other shows. And if you were, yeah, I get, yeah. yeah. What what do you do if you're the guy that just watches Arrow on Netflix? Yeah, exactly. Well, so yeah, I've I've seen the situation of I watch all. Dick Wolf's uh, different Chicago shows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they all cross over in a really annoying way. Yeah, and because it's like it only comes on British TV quite slowly behind behind the US. So, like by the time you get into season two of Chicago PD, you're expected to have seen up to like season four of Chicago Fire, but you've only seen up to season two of that, and it's like ah. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, isn't and there a? Yeah. There's a third one now, isn't there? There's there's four. There's um Oh there's Chicago, four? Yeah, there's oh, Chicago wow. Med and then Chicago Justice, which is basically like Law and Order. That's oh, just start, okay. that's just started. Okay, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of, of Chicago Justice. Yeah. Okay. But no, I enjoy them. It just annoys me that it's really hard to keep up. Wow. Anyway, sorry, I distracted I cut off. Yeah, you know what? Again. I was I was done. I was gonna talk about the potty training experience, but uh no oh, no nobody in your listening audience wants to hear about that. But let's just talk oh, about no, the end game here is though that I have one child potty trained right now. Huzzah! So everyone sends celebratory things to Greg. So that's not only is that just a huge, you know, relief that yeah. that's one less small creature's de- yeah. defecation I have to deal with on a daily basis. But uh, mm. it's also I don't have to buy diapers for that child anymore. Yeah, you're going to be saving a f- good fair chunk of money. Yeah, so that's good. All right, that's all right. Ending on a high note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Let's. You want to roll in the news, Nick? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, funnily enough, as we always say, lots of film-based news. There's been a few bits of, like, game stuff, yeah. but nothing nothing that particularly kind of drew my mind. Like, for example, it's just been an, uh, the next Call of Duty's been announced, and they're going back to World War Two. So there's a few things yeah. knocking about. I don't know if I love that name, though. Isn't it called w- yeah, Call of Duty World War Two? Yeah, it's literally just Call of Duty WW2. I, I'm, and, not, um, I'm not loving the name, but we'll no, see. It's a bit too on the nose. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, there's... there's there was also the other thing, and I debated bringing this up, is the fact that the Scorpio technical specs came out. 
but I'm just like I don't I've skimmed through them and I don't I can't explain them in a way that makes them understandable. <laughs> like I don't know what a teraflop is. Well, I'd sort of do. And it's stuff it's just it's not helpful to anyone unless you have a degree in computer engineering. Right. Now, having a degree in computer engineering, I do know what they're talking about. However, yeah. I cannot make it compelling radio to try to describe yeah. teraflops and so yeah, I mean it's, it, it's, it's a it's a powerful machine. I will give them that. Yes, they made a powerful yes. machine, but uh you know, I, I couldn't even quite justify buying an Xbox One S to myself. Yeah. And I do not have a TV that's capable of four K, so I really feel like the Scorpio's not necessarily meant for me. Mm, definitely. So even if I were to buy a new one, I think I'd still be leaning towards the one S and not the Scorpio because I just I don't I don't have a TV that's capable of 4K. I don't have any immediate plans to get one. I just think maybe yeah. it's it's I'm not the core audience there. And there's rumors knocking about that because it's so powerful, it could be like five hundred dollars. It could be incredibly expensive. So yeah, let, let's. I mean, if it depends on the price point. If they can roll out there and say two ninety nine, now I don't believe they will. Yeah, that's not going to happen. For <laughs> that's that's crazy talk. But if they if they roll out there and say something like that, then I think I yeah. could probably justify. Oh well, you know, maybe yeah. I can get the Scorpio. But I think yeah, I think we're looking at four ninety nine. This I yeah. you can't go. I think the the PS3 proved that you can't go more than $500 for a console or people revolt. Yes. So I think 500 is the ceiling. And judging from the tech specs on it, I think they're still going to be losing quite a bit of money uh, yeah, selling probably. it for 500 So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. Anyway, sorry. We went on a tangent. We, we sure did. We sure did. Yeah. So, yeah, it's mainly film-based with a bit of uh, uh, games, games news at the end. But, yeah, so first of all is despite initial reports – to the contrary, uh, Carrie Fisher will not play a role in Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, despite the previous reports saying she would. There, were, it it went around that they were going to use a combination of existing footage, CGI, and things. But yeah, they've now come out and said no. So my my concern here is, I I was not one of the people who were very deeply affected by Carrie Fisher's passing. Now, I, I don't want to sound callous. I'm not going to say I don't care. She was a human being, and I, I was a fan of her yeah. work. But, like, some people were are just really into Star Wars more than I was. And, mm, you know, yeah. her, her work really stands out more in Star Wars than anything else. I don't know, in case you maybe yeah. might have been a huge Blues Brothers fan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Like, I think... Yeah. Yeah, you can respect the fact that it's terrible news, but right. if you're not massively invested in her output, it's not going to be as affecting to you as it was to other people. Yeah. So I, I when I when I think about this, what I what I'm trying to think is having not been so invested in the, in the actresses, what's what's the most respectful to her? Well, at the same yes. time, how do you how do you make sure that Leia just doesn't suddenly disappear for no reason in the Star Wars universe? Yeah. And and that's I so I I almost I don't want Princess Leia to be you know written out in in a, in a negative way like I don't want to see her get killed off or anything yeah um yeah because I think I think that's awful like I it it almost be now again this is not to me but I'm trying to be empathetic towards the people who are affected if if Princess Leia then also gets tragically killed off that's almost like feeling it a second time. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's it's emotionally draining on the audience, and I believe it it would be an emotional move that uh, Star Wars hasn't earned. Yeah, like I th I think the ideal way to do it, if you did have to write her out, so to speak, is to create something that's like, 
oh, it turns out that some people from Alderaan actually survived and they've formed a colony and she's going to go be their leader. So she's going to kind of step back from politics and the war and stuff. So you basically yeah. say she's still alive, but you just won't see her because she's doing other things. Yeah, well, that's the that's the kind of thing I can imagine them doing. Right, and and that being but, said, it would be nice if she could at least have a cameo of old footage in Star Wars Nine. Even like somebody yeah. was talking to her in the hologram thing, and she just yeah. so you just get her signing off, which I'm sure there's yes. footage of. So that oh, it yeah, just shows, yeah, like Ray still talks to Princess Leia or, or yeah. General Leia now. Princess Leia is not a not yeah. an accurate description and, anymore, but. So, yeah. you know, somebody's still, they're in contact with General Organa, but she's not yeah. going to be one of the main players because she has something else. And I like your idea of she goes to, you know, she is still the crown princess of Alderaan, so she goes back yeah. to be the ruling party. Yeah. If that, if that is true, listeners, you all, you all owe me like a million pounds. If, if, I, <laughs> if I've successfully guessed the plot of Star Wars 9, like three years early. Yeah. Now, my gut tells me is that they're going to write Carrie, or write or Princess Le- General Organa. Wow, I'm going to get that right one of these yeah, times. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get there eventually. They're going to write General Organa out of the movie in the uh, in the scrawl for Episode Nine, and I yeah, I just and- I I just want it to not be something that like give give her the Paul Walker treatment, you know, where Paul Walker yes. was allowed to have uh a, a closure. I hear from yeah. my Fast and Furious friends. Yeah, and yeah, it's like okay, it's a bit of a joke is the wrong word, but. Yeah, it's it's not visually the best thing at the end of Fast and Furious Seven, but yeah, they did it in the right way. And um, for anyone that cares, because I do have an interest in Fast and Furious, I haven't watched the new one. It looks equally as ridiculous. I'm very excited, so I will be hopefully seeing that at some point in the near future. Yeah, I uh, I I never really got into those movies, but you know they they have an audience. And yeah. quite frankly, it gives The Rock and Vin Diesel some screen time together, and I'm all for that. So, yeah, well, it's funny. I just literally read a rumor this morning because uh, Jason Statham has popped up in a couple of them, and there's now a rumor that there's going to be a spin-off film with The Rock and Jason Statham's characters. I'd watch that. Just, just like teaming up and doing stuff. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, I, I would, I would too. But yeah, and then next we shift into our trailer segment. Mm. I think this first one has divided us. Thor Ragnarok, uh, the uh, it's coming out in November or October. It's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a big, exciting film. It means a lot in. Ter- it's going to mean a lot in terms of the Marvel universe. Doctor Strange is going to crop up. It's going to start to kind of actually tie together Thanos and things. And I really like the trailer. It's 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 very Marvely. It it, <laughs> it is. I will give you that. It is very like, Marvel. It just it just has that style of yeah. Like it's got. Here's what's going on. Here's loads of silly jokes. I do, I do kind of think uh, both this and Spider-Man, in contrast to a trailer we'll talk about in a minute, they show an awful lot. They do. I can almost, I, I basically know how the first act of the movie is going to go, almost to completion. Yes. And in, yes. in, in, in almost the same way that this and Spider-Man went, I can almost tell you how the second act of the movie is going to go, quite frankly. Yes. And if you know the first and second act, movies, they, we don't break a lot of new ground these days, so I could probably no. make a wild guess how the third act's going to play out. Yeah. Like, I was very surprised, and I'm not going to consider this a spoiler because it's a trailer, it's in the public domain. I'm very surprised they actually showed the Hulk, because kind of we all knew that that was what it was going to be. Right. But, but part of me thought, well, I'm surprised they didn't actually keep the reveal. 
No, they can't. I mean, if they can't even keep the reveal of the third act villain of Batman v Superman out of the trailers, <laughs> and I've yeah, I, I I like to. I like to pride myself on that. I protect that spoiler way better than WB ever did because I still refer to him uh, among the uninitiated as the third act villain, whereas he was in every trailer and there's a pop vinyl of him and he's not a really surprise anymore. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, it's, we're, we're doing that all the time. Uh, the Terminator self, was it salvation? No. Genesis. Oh, we don't, we don't talk about that film. Yeah. They did the same thing. They, yeah, they revealed, you know, you already give away the first act, the second act, and then the third act. And, yeah. And you, you, at that point, I'm just watching the movie for the last 15 minutes, I guess, because that's the only part I don't know everything about already when I walk in. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think in the trailer for that, they revealed, like, the really cool bit of old Arnie killing young Arnie. Mm-hmm. I think yep. they reveal that John, spoilers, John Connor is actually a Terminator and all that. Yep. Like, yeah, like I said, there is, there is nothing left. Yeah. So I, I would have... Now, I think Thor movies, I don't believe, do as well as the other Marvel movies, and Thor's a hard character to work with. Yeah, I think it's I think it's difficult, because, yeah, I think the first Thor movie did pretty well as most of the other kind of first mm-hmm. Marvel movies, where they got to spend most of the time kind of doing the origin story for the character and yeah i think having come everyone's had at least one film now with the exception of ant-man and a few others Uh, but yeah thor has had the weakest second film so like they've definitely got a lot to bounce back from oh yeah like captain america winter soldier arguably one of the best if not the best films in the ncu absolutely iron man yeah iron man 2 terrible Mm -hmm. um how many other sequels have we had uh, I'm, I'm being really, I'm not being really stupid here. I'm trying to think of all the other Marvel characters. We've not had another Hulk film. No, We've... no, unfortunately, yeah. So Iron Man usually owns the sequel of territory, but there's Ooh. Thor got a sequel, Captain America got a sequel. Uh... Yeah, other than of course Avengers being. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. Avengers you, be one. Yeah, if you count Avengers as, as a separate kind of thing, then I, I kind of the way I see it is like the Avengers is like the dividing event between the different phases. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't usually count them as a, as a sequel per se. Is they're just the everybody get together movie? Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, the point is Thor has like, a bit more to prove than I think. His, yeah. his fellow Avengers, he needs he needs to prove that he can survive. Right. I what I his, what I dislike about Thor two and and what I'm seeing a lot in Thor Ragnarok is Thor. They try so much to use humor to try to make Thor relatable yes and it, it doesn't it doesn't work because mm. it's just it's very hard to portray you know thor god of thunder and then have him be like oh he's my friend from work i don't know that line genuinely did make me laugh but i, I know what you mean yeah and and I, 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 I cringed a little bit at that line i'm like oh no i can't yeah. i mean i'm already i'm I, so happy i don't think kat dennings is going to be in this one and i think she <laughs> she has worked very hard to single-handedly Darcy. ruin yes. the oh i just Oh, if, I know. I hate, I hate him so much. So no, I didn't say I hate her. I hate her character. Yeah, her character is bad. She, she, I'm sure is is acting exactly what is on the page. Yes, and I'm sure she's doing exactly what the director wants her to do. I so I always blame the director for thinking yeah. we need this comic relief character to be so overtly played out in so much of the yes. movie, and just every time she calls Mjolnir Mew Mew, I, I just. There's yes. a little piece of me just wants to reach in the screen and say, just say it right. You know what yeah, it's called. It's, it's, it's been said in dialogue by everyone else correctly. Yeah. 
But um, but yeah, I th- and I think when you say about the whole comedic side, and I almost think the kind of Marvel have caught themselves out is that they proved with Guardians of the Galaxy that if done right, they can do a funny superhero film. Mm-hmm. But just leave it to James Gunn. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, Gunn, I don't Gunn, think Thor's... And the story elements of Thor, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all aboard with. Although, and this is the... I'm going to nitpick the biggest nitpick I ever nitpicked. I like Thor with long hair. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if I like the haircut, but... Yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> I mean, that's if, if that's a, I guess if that's the sort of thing I'm complaining about, they can't be that bad. Oh well, no! I, who knows? The the post credit scene could be Doctor Strange using his quote unquote magic to grow Thor's hair. If I ha- if I had Doctor Strange magic, I would use it to grow Thor's hair. <laughs> oh, Here we God. go. Talk about u- using almost limitless power. For yep. useless stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> the next one I'm going to hand over to you because DC is your area. It sure I've is. Not really been keeping up with uh, the D- the the DC C U whatever it's called. DC EU is what they yeah. call it, which I don't like, by the way. But yeah. <laughs> that's what they call it, and so I'm just I'm just going to get on board with that, I suppose. Uh, so we yeah. got a Justice League trailer. Now I'm I'm excited. I uh, now bearing in mind that. Uh, DC has now bitten me three times in a row. Yep. <laughs> but I, I will say I, so I'm, I'm not one of the haters. I, I, I didn't, I didn't walk out of Batman v Superman Suicide Squad hating them. I will acknowledge they were deeply flawed movies. However, yeah. they were deeply flawed entertaining movies. So I, I'm not going to sit there and say they were abominations and I'm never going to spend my money again. Oh, of course, I will be there opening weekend for Justice League. And I will be there opening weekend for Wonder Woman. And so we all know I'm going to do that. That's who I am. That's what I do. Um, Wonder Woman is looking pretty decent and I've allowed myself to become excited for it. But we're talking Justice League. This trailer, I liked a lot of what I was seeing out of this trailer. Now, there were some bad things. And I think the big one that everyone wants to talk about is Cyborg's CGI uh, it was it was a little it was a little rough. Okay, I've I've yet to look at it. Yeah, it was on my on my list. Yeah, it it was a little rough, and I I was even having some trouble when they were showing some group action scenes of because the main enemy, as is very clearly made by this trailer, is going to be some someone from the the planet Apocalypse. It might be Darkseid. It might be uh, Steppenwolf. Uh, so we might just mm. see some of the acolytes of Darkseid, but not actually Darkseid. But there's there's parademons everywhere because parademons are great because they are they are the pawn foot soldiers that you can send out and have people fight and destroy and blow up and stuff. Yeah, and, and no one has to feel bad. They're like, I I would say they were the Chitari for the DC universe, but I, I think they're a yeah. little bit more established than the Chitari were. Yeah, because the Chitari, yeah, I most people just hit the I believe button, and not many people were familiar with the Chitari story. But yeah, I think I. There's there's more mainstream appeal of the parademons because they've shown up in the cartoons that a lot of people grew up with. Mm. But I have a hard time differentiating the parademons from Cyborg in the action shots because oh, it's not, just not good. yeah it's it's this CGI thing is fighting that CGI thing and yeah I mean I hope they can clean it up before it comes out obviously but yeah yeah that that was a little rough uh, the dialogue has been was fun. I I like what they're doing with Aquaman, because yes, I think yeah, I think for a lot of people yeah. he's the the star of that film. Yeah, he definitely he definitely stole the trailer. Yeah, 
So uh, hopefully we'll we'll get to see uh we'll get to see some more coming out. We'll get a uh, better feel for Aquaman. I hope we get to see some better CGI on Cyborg. But uh I am thus far excited. I'm liking the Flash. I don't know if I like the suit. It's not aerodynamic the way you would expect the suit would be yeah, for somebody. It seems very- and it seems quite Iron Man esque. It's it does. Yeah. I mean, even like the glowing bits on it. However, and yeah. my thought here is that you have to make it look dramatically different from the TV show to avoid confusion. Yes. And yeah. and they did that. And it still has to be recognizable as the Flash. And they did that. So I guess kudos for that. So even though it might not be my cup of tea, um, you 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 can't just have him show up in something that's very reminiscent of classic Flash costume because he's going to look exactly like the TV show one. And yeah, we just you, you don't want to create that confusion if you, if you're doing something like DC's doing where the shows and the movies don't don't coalesce. Which I don't yeah. I don't agree with that decision, but that's what they're doing. And if that's what they're doing, this is how you have to make it work. Exactly. All right, yeah. and and they used uh. Uh, the Beatles for the for the trailer, wow. which I'm sure cost them a pretty penny. Why DC oh, DC have the, this thing with trailers? Like they did it with Suicide Squad, that they mm-hmm. put all like the Queen music in their trailers and stuff. And yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Well, I mean, it's it's music. not just DC that does this, but everyone does know, this. Yeah. Where yeah, they they took they basically they 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 took. I think it's called Come Together, is the song. I'm um, not a huge Beatles yeah. fan, so I'm 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 faking yeah. it right now. Uh, but they they slowed it down and they used the guitar riff uh, between some transitions, because yeah. the uh, the idea is they're uniting the league, so they come together. I get it, huh? yeah. But, it's yeah, yeah. A bit heavy handed, but yeah, it it is. Um, I mean, it works, but a lot of trailers are doing that where they they take some slowed down variation of yeah, of of a song, song in order. Going. I mean, Avengers two did it with "I've Got No Strings on Me," so yes. Uh, so this is just par for course, but anyway. So I'm I'm done talking about Justice League now. Uh, but okay, that's, we'll move- that's where we go. And uh, check out the trailer if you haven't already. I, I, yeah, there'll be a link in the show yeah. notes. As, so it's as a couple of minutes of your day. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not a huge problem. And yeah, the last trailer is the big one. They had the internet mm-hmm. exploding, and it is the trailer for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. And that, like, like I kind of hinted at earlier, I like this because it doesn't appear to tell us very much. Yeah, I, 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 what I love about this, and, and this is what I think trailers should be, because I, right now, based on this trailer, I know about Jack All, about what this movie's gonna be about. Yes. I know. Which is nice. I know Luke Skywalker's gonna be in it and talk, and I know yes. some stuff is gonna explode and people are gonna run, and yeah. there are some lightsabers. Yeah. That's what I know. That's it. That's what I got. And that's good. Yeah. yeah. We don't, we don't need to yeah, know exactly. It's a Star Wars film. It's, Star Wars yeah, probably better than any other property. They play yes. the close to the to the vest because I I walked into uh, the Force Unleashed with a lot of surprises. That Force Awakens. What, what did I say? The Walk- Force Unleashed. That was the, the video Force game, Force- right? That, which is, I was gonna say, walking into that would be quite an achievement. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Force Awakens. I'm I'm yeah. not a big Star Wars guy. If you haven't picked up on that, so the names aren't really yeah. as, as readily available in the back of my head as they are with some of the uh, the comic book properties. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. But yeah, Force Awakens, and I saw every trailer for Force Awakens, and I walked yes. in and I saw what was a dramatically different movie than what I had envisioned based on the trailers, uh, mm. for better and for worse in a couple of ways. But still, it was yeah, I was able to be surprised, and I was legitimately not knowing what was going to happen next, which was uh, yeah. refreshing. 
Yeah, and it is it is, it is fun to just watch the internet now, desperately trying to microanalyze every aspect. I oh, let me tell you, over at Enthusiax, we there um, was a discussion about Grey Jedi. Yes, that is what's coming around. Which um, yeah, for those who, there was, for those who don't know, my my limited understanding of this is the idea that there it's not so much about. The, the light side of the Jedi and the dark side of the Sith, but you can have grey Jedi that use both sides that don't kind of get corrupted by it. This is all stemming off the whole idea of because there's a line at the end of the trailer mm-hmm. where Luke Skywalker's like, the Jedi has to end. Yeah. And it is, is people are saying, well, does this simply mean he doesn't really want to kill the Jedi, he just wants to get rid of the light and the dark as kind of points on the yeah. spectrum. Well, I mean, I get what he's saying because what... Now, again, just my limited understanding, but what I'm kind of feeling is, as long as there are Jedi, in order to maintain balance, there will be, there Sith. Will be Sith. So if you want to get rid yeah. of the Sith from blighting the galaxy, the Jedi have to die, because that's that's the only way we're going to hit... Now, yeah. that that being but said, that, though... That does, not mean, that does not mean that the Force yeah. will die. Like yeah, so I, I get what he's saying. I mean, you still need to have some Force workers, because if you only... If you just get rid of the Jedi and just leave the Sith, then Jedi will rise because the Force needs to create balance. So I think what he's trying to say is that we need to eradicate them and replace them with something that is inherently balanced, such that we don't create yes. these extremes of light and dark. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting, and I'm, I'm more excited for this film than I, than I kind of realized. Because when The Force Awakens came around, I was, I was kind of like, cause it has been, could it have been like... 10 years since we had a proper Star Wars film, I was like, oh yeah, I am actually a Star Wars fan. I do want to go and see this. Like, I've seen all the other films, even the bad mm-hmm. ones, um, multiple times. So, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, actually, I'm actually going to be watching uh, Revenge of the Sith today with a friend of mine. Okay. And we're actually going to watch it properly because the last time we watched it, we decided, we, we watched it in the space of like 20 minutes. We just watched the cool space battle at the beginning and like the fight at the end and just fast forwarded through That, that sounds about <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, we we found the optimum way to watch episode yeah. three. I uh, so I'm looking forward no, no, to it. I yeah. think it'll be decent. I I still haven't yeah, even so, watched Rogue yeah. One, which is just it's a time thing. I own it. I have it, but I just yeah. I haven't had time to watch it. But I just think I I like what they're doing yeah. with Star Wars. Uh, if The Force Awakens entertained me, and Rogue One will probably do the same. I will obviously go to watch this yes. movie because I've even though I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I I did yeah. I I have seen every other Star Wars film. I don't see any reason why this one that looks really good would be the one I decide not to go see. So yeah, and you're now so far invested in it's kind of like, yeah. If like, I if I manage to drag myself now. to the theater to watch episodes one, two, and three, I think I can manage to get and watch Last Jedi. Yes, definitely. And yeah, uh, the last bit of news is an actual gaming bit of news that belongs in a temporary segment I'm inventing okay. calling. Called, uh, called baffling business decisions <laughs> because despite being absurdly in demand and successful uh, Nintendo is discontinuing production of the NES I, Classic why? you cannot get any more I don't know well I there is the rumour knocking around that they're currently working on a SNES Classic that will come out on Christmas yeah I look forward to not being um, able to find that <laughs> yes <laughs> it's just it's so and it's like, and like, yeah. Some people have said, "Well, okay, we know this was kind of a stopgap just before the Switch came out, so they could put out something." But it's kind of like Nintendo is a massive company with massive factories. 
Can they really not afford to just have a little conveyor belt churning these uh, out? They really don't seem like they're complicated to make. I mean, I, like, I I don't want to sit here and criticize a business decision when, you know, obviously I, there's a reason why I'm not running a giant corporate business, and they are. However, yes. I often wonder if, if I can look at this decision and immediately think, well, this is a bad decision then clearly, I mean, their shareholders must be able to say, and it, it, it bothers me a little bit because, yes. seriously, why? Yeah, it's, it, uh, yeah, it, it baffles me. I, it's, it's interesting because I was kind of um, running short on questions. I kind of, I kind of said, I, I said this to One Track Gamers, I was like, how can Nintendo be a company that's currently on an all-time high thanks to the Switch, but continues to make decisions like this? I mean, this is I, this is par for the course. You almost expect Nintendo to make some baffling decision that doesn't help it out. Yes. But and and I don't I don't mind when if they put out something and it's limited at first release. I don't mind that because it shows it was good and there was a demand. It's yes. a bad sign when you put out something and it's not limited on release, as Nintendo can also vouch for with the with the Wii U. But yeah, it's uh. And I, I copied that joke from a uh, one of the enthusiasts podcast behind the line radio. So just in case, <laughs> case, case they're listening out there, yeah, I totally stole that from the latest behind the line radio. But uh, I, I'm just, I'm totally, I'm just baffled by this decision because it was just, it was a license to print money, and yes. you know their own, their own retro console or their, I, what were they, their virtual consoles? What do they, they call yeah. that online thing? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're just. It, that even how that's run has always just bothered me. Where it's always tied to what you downloaded to, and not your account. Yes. So yeah, they, yeah, they have now basically changed that with the Switch, I think. But yeah, the long the long running joke was like, I've got four copies of Mario sixty four because I've had to buy it again, right? Every and, every time on every new console, and that that's why I haven't just bought a Nintendo console and just gone nuts with the the back catalog is because I don't yeah. want to invest that kind of money. And then yeah. have it just go poof up in smoke. Yeah. Uh, so I've I haven't really looked into how the Switch does it. I I, w- I hope the Switch is better because if it is, then I will I will buy a Switch and I will yeah. buy lots and lots and lots of back games and yeah. and I will do that. But uh, yeah, this was a nice easy way to get it, and they screwed it up. I mean, yeah. so I have one, Nick. I mean, I, I actually picked yeah. one up. I had not opened it because I just. I didn't think my my daughter was old enough to really get into playing uh, a yeah. game with a controller. She's very tablet centered right now. But mm. once once I heard this news and they basically turned my box of N- classic NES into the ultimate collector's item. Yeah. Well, now I'm never going to open it. So mm. so thanks yeah. Nintendo for that. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's, it's a problem. Just to touch briefly back on you're asking about the Switch. Um, yeah. Switch mm-hmm. owners feel feel free to correct me on this if I'm wrong. But from what I understand, they have now made like a unified kind of Nintendo account that kind of spans devices. Okay. So yeah, I think the implication is moving forward, your purchases will be tied to your account, not your console. I I think that's smart because as has been as has yeah. been the case with their competitors for about ten years, but that's yeah, not Which, I mean that's about right though, isn't Nintendo generally about ten years behind their competitors? So <laughs> yeah, they're they're thereabouts. Uh, their their online service is very reminiscent of the first wave of Xbox Live. So mm. yeah, we love you, really, Nintendo. I genuinely probably will end up buying a Switch one day. 
I my daughter asks me for a switch every single time she sees a commercial for one, so I know it's it's yeah. in the cards. I just maybe, want it to maybe go, for I, Christmas. Maybe yeah, I just want it to go. I want it to go down in price slightly. Like if how, they how much is it? Well, when it came out, it was uh, two hundred and ninety pound. So that's I think okay. just over three hundred dollars without right. a game. So I'm kind of hoping if they start Ooh. with bundles, which I think I think a Mario Kart bundle is coming. But if they yeah. do a Mario Kart bundle for that same price. That's kind of the level. Yeah, I might, that, I might that'd be in. what I'd like to see. Yeah, yeah. Or if it drops to maybe like two fifty for just the console, because like yeah, what, exactly. What put me off is two fifty is what I paid for my PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah, that that's and what I was thinking in my head. It's like, man, I think I paid two fifty for. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I don't like yeah, and I, I I don't like to draw a line on graphics, but you do have to say the the, the Switch is a less powerful, smaller scale console. So I don't feel it's worth more than my PlayStation is, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm right there with you on that. So yeah, if it if it drops, I can see myself picking up because yeah, I all the people I on follow on Twitter are just raving about it. Zelda looks incredible, so yeah, I'm sure I'll pick one up eventually. I, I would love to play Zelda on it. Yes, but and and I I haven't really gotten into a Zelda game in a long time. I no, I have not me, not really. since maybe Ocarina of Time. Yeah. So it's been. I mean, it's probably been a good. Was that seventeen years ago? Eighteen years ago? Um, I, will, I think it might. Be it was back in the nineties. I think it came out. So that's that's how long it's been that's since I, I got to do a game. Speed googling. When was Ocarina of Time released? It was released in. This is really exciting. This is riveting. Nineteen ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. So it is nearly twenty years old. No, nearly thirty. No. My maths has left me. Twenty nine years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost uh, thirty. Right? N- no, no. It's it's it's, ni- it's nineteen years old now, and it'll be twenty years old. That's right, because because math. Wow, math is hard. I can't I'm an engineer. Long, yeah, I, I can't believe how long <laughs> that took us both. Yeah. Wow. That's that's that's. Oh, yeah, wow. nineteen years is the answer. Wow. So, yes. Stay in school, kids. Yes. Uh, yeah, and clearly longer than both of us stayed in school. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was that's an embarrassment right there. Oh, I think I I, I think the episode title for this is just going to have to be maths now. <laughs> yeah, I think, or just maths is hard. I think. Yeah, no. we are terrible people. I can't believe how bad we are. That's oh. that was. Oh man! Wow, <laughs> man, that was not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 30 years. Because oh. <laughs> I think it, it can't be 30 years. Zelda like, is not 30 years. That's not years right. Old. It couldn't be. I was. I think I was well, in high school when that came out. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Was, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. That is. That oh, is we suck. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's, move let's move yes, on. Let's move we, on. To... We killed it. We killed that story. Yes. We did. Let's move on to something that's a little bit different uh, and requires a bit of context and a bit of a disclaimer, but this is nonetheless something really interesting for the podcast moving forward. Uh, so a few weeks ago, uh, probably a month and a bit or so, I got a uh, an email from the PR department of a games developer by the name of CodeSync, and they got in touch and they were like, um, "We we've heard of the podcast and we'd love it. If uh, you would, if you'd give us a bit, if you'd give us a bit of publicity, and I had to make the really obvious thing clear because I can imagine a few of you might be rolling your eyes at me saying things like this. 
no money has changed hands with it's 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 not it's not a financial thing this is purely a case of they found the podcast and they wondered if we'd give them a bit of a platform and kind of we've always said it's 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 been one of the mission statements for this podcast that we will try and act as a platform to help small developers out get themselves noticed so yeah there's no like an there's no like corrupt games journalist esque I'm being paid off thing at all. It's just the developers have got in touch with me and asked me if I'd be willing to do a bit a bit of work with them, and I am. Um, so I will kind of yeah. No, I'll talk about a couple of games that they've they've spoken to us on a, on a few different occasions about a couple of their games. So one of them is a VR game they're working on called uh, Augmented Empire, and it's a really interesting looking uh, VR game. That's um. Like I have no experience of, of VR, and but the one the things I I have seen in the past seem have have seemed quite basic. Whereas this this seems surprisingly fleshed out, and I'm surprised that someone's managed to get an RPG onto in in a, in a VR context. And um, the developers they were showing it around a lot of uh, recent uh, like games conferences. It was at EGX mm-hmm. Res. I think it was at PAX over in the states. So there's an outside chance you may have played it. Uh, so yeah, there's not. I can't. I can't talk a massive amount about it purely because I have no VR experience. So I can't. I can't say, oh yeah, it's it's great because I just have no VR experience. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about um, something I, I don't know about it. And the other one is a game called Shoe, spelled S H U, and it's it's a it's a nice looking like stylized platform with the visuals kind of they have like cartoony look. It reminds me quite a lot of. Um, the Rayman Origins, uh, Rayman Legend games, just that that same kind of cartoony drawn um, kind of uh, st- style of games, and it's been out. It's been out on um, PS4 and Steam for about a year. But the exciting thing is that it's it's coming to v- uh, PS Vita in May, and it's also coming out with some free DLC packs. One of them is out now, and the other one will also be coming exciting with the uh, Vita release on the twenty third. I should also mention the developers have been very, very lovely and sent me a uh, copy of the game uh, because I, I might do some review work for them. Unfortunately, uh, it's not it's not playing uh, ball with my PS4 at the moment. I was hoping to have given it a brief go so I could give give some thoughts on it before we recorded, but for whatever reason, the, the PS4 doesn't like my code. So yeah, it's just an interesting thing. We'll put links in to their website so you can have a better look at these games. And yeah, just... Um, as I said, we always want, will be, and uh, hopefully can will be a platform for you that if you've got, if if you, if you're a developer, if you're a YouTuber, whatever you do, if if you want somewhere that will give you uh, a, a place to talk about what you create, we as a podcast will always offer you that. It's it's it, don't mm-hmm. don't feel that like it's not it's not it's not it's not corrupt. It's not shady. It's just we're a small podcast. We're not massive. We don't have the backing of IGN. So we're gonna we're gonna help out other small people in what they do. Yeah, so, yeah I gotta say so, I, I've I'd never heard of Shoe until yeah. I was uh, looking at the show notes, but uh, I love the visuals on it. It's gorgeous yeah. looking game. Mm, I'm, yeah, I'm re- really hoping to um to try try and get a go on it. Obviously, I'm getting a bit busy, and yeah, the co- uh, the code wouldn't play ball with my PlayStation, so I'm getting yeah. back back in touch with the developers. But yeah, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then when when we do have another episode at some point, I hopefully by then will have played it. Mm-hmm. And we'll be able to give my opinions on it. I will, obviously. I, like I'm gonna remain. I'm, I'm still gonna be objective. I'm not just gonna be overly nice just because the developer sent me a copy of the game, because that's not that's not the right attitude to have. Like, you've yeah. still got still got to be the correct people. Like um, I'm always I'm always surprised that um, 
the girls over at Girl Tribe Gaming seem to be getting sent so many games for review. They just I don't know who I don't know who they're connected with, but yeah, they, I mean, it's, not, I've I've gotten a couple here and there, but sadly, yeah. every time I've gotten a code for a game, I've I haven't liked it. Yeah, and so I've either elected not to review it so as not to you know sound. Yeah, that that sounds kind of corrupt, and but my my reasoning is that I'm not a journalist. Yeah, uh, they wanted me to to play the game and 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 let everyone know what I thought, and I just felt like to to take that and then write this absolutely scathing review. Yeah. Whereas I mean, like I, it's it'd be worse for them than just no review at all, and so I just yeah, decided. I think, yeah, when, yeah, and when I, dating... I didn't. Yeah. I'm doing them a favor, and I just didn't have it in me to rip this game apart after you. Know, they said, "Oh, would you like to review it?" I sure would. Your game sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I, that just it just felt rude, and I just said, "You know what? I'm I'm not a normal game develop or game reviewer to the point where people are waiting for it. Like nobody would have even none of my listening audience would have heard of this game if I didn't say the words. And if the only thing they hear is what I have to say, then." Then I'm just yeah. being, you know, a negative, cynical a hole like everyone else on the internet, and I just didn't want to be that guy that day. So yeah, and I think, and yeah, I, th- I think on a, on a slightly more selfish point, this has made this whole experience has made me really happy because I kind of thought this was something that this podcast might reach a point where developers getting in touch with us, but I would not have expected it to happen this early. Because I know, like, our audience is growing, and that's great. But we're still relatively unknown. Like, I don't think we we're in the top. Uh, we're in. We're actually in the iTunes chart. I don't think. So I was. Just, I was just really struck and felt really proud for everyone, not just myself, who's who's worked on the show in its various guises. That yeah, we've reached the point that we're getting out there, and developers want want to talk to us. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm very happy about this because yeah, it's it's it, it's quite funny how it feels scary that this podcast is now over a year old. Doesn't feel that way at all. Well, it's, wow, over think, a year? Has it really been over a year? Yeah, no, our birthday was the eighth of April. Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking in my head, like, wow, I, because I was, uh, I started out as a listener before I became, yeah. you know, a frequent co-host. It's um, right, you can. Yeah. I, is that? I don't know. I don't know what the right term is for me. Like, I'm, I'm a guest I, host, I, but I guest I know, host I, all I, the I, time. I was so. gonna say, I think you've now frequent enough that you just can have the title of co-host. I, I think I stopped calling you guest a while back because yeah. that implies some kind of temporary nature. <laughs> All right, yeah, so fair enough. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, I started out as a listener, and 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 I, man, it feels like it was just yesterday. I was like, hey, I, I, you know, I, I do this little podcasting thing, Nick. I could be on one of your shows if you need a host. Yeah. And here we yeah, are. Here we are. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah. So yeah, like I said, it's 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 great, and um, I'm excited. Uh, to give their games a go and, and and see how they are, and I hope that perhaps this will open the door for similar opportunities uh, further down the line. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was just I wanted to end, end on that something a little bit different, just because I, I wanted to raise it because like I think it's 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 great news that we get we 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 ourselves are getting that exposure, and we're also able to give the developers uh, some exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that probably uh, just about wraps it up for this episode. Unless you've got anything burning you want to talk about, Greg? Uh, no, I, I think I think we we put this one to bed. Yeah. Um, so remember, on all, as always, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at gwbpod. You can email us at gwbpodcast@gmail.com. Uh, there'll be a link to our Discord uh, channel in the show notes. Uh, don't really use Snapchat anymore. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at another GMG blog. If you want to find out about my other 
uh, writing kind of projects that I'm going to embark on. You should also follow my other Twitter account at Nick P. Jenkins. Uh, and you can follow me on PSN as most for underscore fate 497. Uh, the kind of still present Daffer, she may or may not be making a reappearance in the uh, near future, if kind of working behind the scenes. Just Google Daffer Paperback, you'll find her. Greg, where can people find you and your work? All right, so I uh, I am on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at Judge Greg is Law, and I am managing editor for Enthusiacs.com. That's where also you can find the Hero Talk podcast. And if you want to check out more Enthusiac content, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search for Enthusiacs. Yep. I can definitely and solidly recommend Hero Talk. I'm intending to try out the uh, other podcasts on your site. I just went with with your one first because I know you yep. and I know what you, I know what you're like. <laughs> That's I fair. Need, yep. I need I need I need a way in with my podcasts. I need some familiarity. Yeah, and that, that's what I provide you. And the, the nice thing is, is that between me and my sister casts, we all share cast members. Because yeah. uh, for those unfamiliar, it's it's a different set of cast every time I do a hero talk. Yeah. So I, I it's I, I'm always there, but then it's always different people join me, and the same people also join the other podcasts, with the exception of Behind the Line Radio, because just by the nature of his work, he gets a lot of uh, industry people to come in on his on his podcast. Mm. And uh, so, it, I mean, you're not gonna not like Cliffy B, not like kind of industry people, but like he gets a lot of the 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 guy behind the guy. Yeah, and that's hence the behind the line is the name of the podcast oh, because he's he's bringing in a lot of people from like he he brings in some producers and a lot a lot of QA people and and stuff yeah. like that to talk about the various business aspects and and the unseen aspects of the games industry. So uh, very mm. interesting, especially if you want to learn about games. Yeah. Um, he brought his brother is a is a fairly accomplished actor, so he brings him in a lot to talk about performances and stuff. It's uh, mm. very interesting stuff uh, if you want to learn more about how games are made behind the line radio. And then uh, the other podcast would be Point Streak, and that's where we basically talk uh, games and the issues that concern gamers. Yeah, definitely, I'd recommend that. And just a minor, a last minute podcast recommendation uh, because both. Greg and I have done it, uh, but uh, John, a uh, friend of the show, uh, John of the One Track Gamers podcast, the One Track Punk Show, is really is really good. He's he's had a huge range of um of of people on the show that I kind of know indirectly, like I follow them on Twitter and I'm vaguely right. aware of them, and it's great to hear people chatting about kind of uh, what inspires them to do what they do. They're really nice, just kind of short half hour uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I def- definitely would recommend that too if you're looking for something a little bit different, yeah. especially if you've got interests in any of the kind of the given areas that yeah. he's had people on. So he's had me talk about journalism. He's had people talking about uh, like uh, illustrations. And you- uh, so yeah, uh, he had Dapper on talking about YouTubing and streaming. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's lots. lots, oh, lots yeah. to get it, lots it's to been get a pretty from. a huge range. I I was a little surprised yeah. when I started seeing some of the names he was getting, and I thought, yeah, wow, I. I don't belong in that group. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I had that classic thing when I heard about what he was doing because he came to me because he wanted me, me as a guest. And I was like, geez, this is going to be hard getting people in every week, 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 week in, week out. And I'm sure it is tough, but on the face of it, he just seems to be... He's doing he, it, you know? Yeah. He's got a real pool of, pool of people that he's pulling on. Well, I mean, he's... Uh, the One Track Gamers show has been around for quite a while, and they actually have a yeah. really decent listening audience. So, yes, I'm I'm sure that he has some pull with just people who listen to his show who also are out there doing things that yeah. would be more than happy to do something for for yeah. for John. Which is how, yeah, which is how he's which is yeah how he's able to pull in. He's had quite a few big name voice actors on his show. Yeah, I think that's partly because he's less afraid of doing 
of literally just tweeting someone on Twitter and going, "Come on, my podcast," <laughs> which I which I which I hate doing because I think I I always feel I always feel it's really yeah. rude. But like, I know that's kind of the point of Twitter. But uh... yeah, although I will say that uh, I <laughs> I totally. So he uh, he recently had one of my favorite Twitch streamers, Wonderwes, on. Yes, I and, and she did it. Yeah, it was an amazing podcast, and she did really good at it. And so, like, I just kind of jumped in like a like a vulture. I was like, oh. So you like doing podcasts, huh? Do you want to come on a hero talk sometime? <laughs> I literally, yeah. I literally did that. I and and she was like, yeah. "Sure, I absolutely would." So I don't know, yeah. John. Maybe I'm going to follow you around like some kind of symbiotic. Well, it, 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 it's, it is kind of weird that I think, kind of inadvertently, a lot of the podcasts we listen to, we kind of there is kind of like a an informal community around there that, and I think there's quite a lot of change. So I think like, yeah, you've got this, you've got one track gamers, you've got uh video game generations, mm-hmm. girl track gaming. We all kind of vaguely know each other yeah. and, we'll give each, and we'll give each other shout outs. And it's just kind of a weird pool of people. It's, it's very, it's, it's unusual, but at the same time, it's kind of cool to have that, you know, yes, because yeah. especially I, what I, and I said this in my, my one track punk show is that enthusiasts, I felt like I was in a vacuum for the longest time. Yeah. And, and it wasn't until, like, you know, the Pandora's box was open to me and I, I started, you know, networking and being a part of this community. I was like, I didn't I didn't know this existed. I would have been striving to try to, you know, meet up with all these people and, and, and listen to their podcast much sooner. But, I mean, I honestly did not know that there was this kind of community in, in just the podcast hobbyist area until, yeah. you know, very recently. So, mm. yeah. Sorry, we were supposed to be roughing up. Yeah, I, yeah we ended up going on a totally different topic again yeah. as we are oh, want to do yes as we as, as, we, as we are want to do coming up for an hour and 15 minutes yep. but yeah that that genuinely does uh, wrap it up for this week uh, like i said not entirely don't have as much of a fixed timetable for the next episode so just keep an eye on the very uh, my various twitter accounts the podcast twitter account and uh, i'll try i usually give fair warning when we've got an episode uh, so we will see you at some point in the future. Uh, but for now, it's goodbye. Goodbye.